Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Welcome to episode 218 of Fourth and John. This is the Welcome to Training Camp episode. Uh, we're doing a breakdown of training camp day three. Uh, you, li- you like this guy in the image, man. He's a, he's a one bright light for me. Uh, but anyways, I mean, this 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 training camp. Um, there's a lot of lot of news, man. A lot of news has been flying out there. It's been hard to keep up with the timeline. If you look this way, you look that way. Um, you never know what's gonna hit you in the face. Uh, but it's all about details. Details. If you ask Coach Sirianni, he wants details. He's holding people account- accountable. I mean, he's stopping practice. To get his point across, I know some people were uh, respect what he's doing. So, uh, I saw people were posting out. He, he was that's that's real later. I mean, I mean that that's what a coach does. You're supposed to do that. Um, but you could either go one way or this way. And a guy like Derek, Dunn, he's kind of like the voice of reason to me. He's kind of like the uh, Yoda, Lando, Lando Calrissian for me. Like he when he speaks, I have to listen. He says, I know it's still early in training camp with a new coaching staff. But after watching practice today, this team has a long ways to go to get ready. And he, he ended with a wow. Not not just a period, a wow. Um, but depending on who you talk to in the media uh, right now, it's up, down, here, and there. Um, but overall, I mean, I'm I'm just excited to get practice started. This is the third day of training camp. Um, we know we know the new squad here, so it's going to take time to get these guys on the right page offensively. Uh, defensively, it seems like they've been all, all the rage these days. But uh, what are you guys feeling like right now? I mean, I'm still in the honeymoon phase right now, where oh. this entire week, these past three days, you know, football is finally back. I'm still sitting here basking in the glory of the fact that we're in this uh, time of year again. And, uh, I mean, honestly, I'm looking at it like – it's one of those things like syllabus week when you were in college, right? So like everybody is kind of shaking the rust off this early in the season, uh, you know, early in training camp, I should say. And they're, they're getting their legs underneath of them. I understand that there's going to be some mistakes that are made, uh, but I'm glad that Nick Sirianni, it seems, is trying to, you know, get a reins, uh, get the, grab the reins and get, take control of what's going on during these practices. Um, he seems to have the energy, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, but I don't know how this is going to translate. Like I said, we're still very early in training camp, but uh, he's doing what he's got to do, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a busy day. Uh, you know, you, 
trying to catch up with all the stuff that's been going on in Twitter, trying to see all the headlines and getting mixed emotions. Uh, uh, that's that's what today's pretty much been all about. I mean, one minute you're seeing it all good things that are happening within the training camp. And then uh, somebody even pointed out like, oh, wait a minute, Nick just stopped, tra- stopped camp to go ahead and chew somebody's ass. Out. I'm like, oh, shit, what the hell happened now? That's I'm trying to look into it. And, you know, again, it goes back to oh, things are working out. Things are looking real good. These guys are making some tight uh, catches with some, some some of these tight passes that Jalen Hurst is throwing. I'm like, all right, OK. Then Derek just killed the mood with that tweet. <laughs> like, I'm like, holy shit. As soon as I saw that, I shared it with you guys. I mean, I wasn't even sure if you guys saw it yet. I'm like, what the hell? Like, which is it? Like, I'm all over the place today. So, you know, I mean, it was no there's no doubt about that. We had to get together and go ahead and talk about uh, day three today. So uh, it's, it's crazy. It's been a crazy day. Crazy day indeed. Um, I'm still pumped up. I'm with Evan uh, on the whole Holly or the Hollywood honeymoon phase. We'll call it. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I'm right out there. I'm feeling it. Um, and D Gun tried to kill my vibes too. Um, but you know he said it himself in that first uh, part of his statement. There, it's the beginning. It's early. It's training camp. Um, we talked about this before training camp started. Do not read too much into anything. Expect a lot of growing pains. These are things that are happening with a new team with a lot of young players and a lot of good veterans still here to help these young guys. But growing pains, something that, you know, implementing new systems, all this news. I'm perfectly fine with it. I mean, just if you know what you're going into training camp looking for, I think you can come in and just let that stuff bounce off you. And D-Gun, man, what the hell? Like, I, I get it, man. But why you got to do that to us? Because when he says it, that's concerning, you know, and but. It- He's not even adding a little asterisk in there that there was a lot of veterans that were sitting out today as well. Yes. I mean, this, this, this was a lot of uh, – it, it was compared to as kind of like a uh, an expansion team almost that it was out there today. So. Which which I liked, right? I, yeah. I thought that was cool today. You know, people yeah. were pissed. All the vets were out. Oh, it's like it's – first off, it's a maintenance day, but some younger guys getting to step in and start. So I like that. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, going off some of the uh, notes here, um, you know, you're talking about the, those veterans that – Got, you know, the opportunity just to watch Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Graham, Ryan Kerrigan, Darius Slay, and Zach Ertz. Uh, Brandon Brooks was held out of practice and is listed as day-to-day, but with hamstring injury that he uh, had on Thursday. Shakai Taylor and Quez Watkins. Uh, Shakai has the lower body, Quez Watkins, to non-COVID illness, uh, but they're also day-to-day and mispractice. Uh, left guard Isaac Sumalo and quarterback Nate Meters both hamstring injuries week to week. Uh, they have not practiced in, in training camp. Uh, and then, um, you know, just overall, I mean, wide receivers, uh, Travis Fogum, lower body, and uh, Greg Ward, non-COVID illness. They both returned to team drills today. Um, Fogum was held out of practice yesterday. Um, but Ward only worked uh, with individual drills. And uh, Jalen Rager also worked in individual drills. Uh, but just want to give a shout-out to, uh, you know, Jalen Rager, I know he is going through some things, you know, that there's a report of him not passing his, uh, his conditioning test, him and Dallas Goddard. But it was news that was put put out also that uh, he had lost a friend during this time. I know fans out there can be crazy, man. I mean, he did deactivate his social medias and he's trying to, like, I guess, get his mind right. So I feel like that needs to be mentioned. For sure. For sure. It's, it's definitely one of those things worth considering, uh, you know, when someone it, it, and not every problem that you go through in life is going to be physical. You know, these guys are athletes, but they're also people. So you have to consider everything that uh, can go on inside their body, just like can go on in ours. Um, but 
Uh, those weren't the only injuries to talk about uh, today, guys. <laughs> there, there, there was some big news that popped out. Of, uh, not Philadelphia, but uh, one guy that we just can't get out of our minds. Evan, are you throwing the flag? Huh? He's throwing it in already. Oh, well, you let him throw it in for you. you. Let him throw it in for you. And and you know what? The white flag is quite uh, – <laughs> that's interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. That is a thing. <laughs> the picture says it all, man. Yeah. Right, let me ask you guys a question. With the fat head behind me, you know, what I mean, I see, I still decided to go ahead and keep it. So I just start like maybe cutting off each part that has been bothering him, like you know, throughout all these <laughs> so years. You gotta treat it like I'm down, down in mean, no I, time. I, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I think it'll end up coming down, like you know, what I mean, like we had the legs, we had the Achilles, we had uh, the head injury. Uh, I think he had a situation with his arm in one of those years. He's uh, he's like a real life game of hangman. Yeah, man, like that's it, that's it, all it is. is. It's bad, man. This is bad. This well, is bad. dude, it's bad, but let's – we're not sitting here wishing any kind of injury. Before anyone goes that, we're not joshing about that. The thing is, though, this is why we traded him, right? I mean, that's – and it's news, people. Why are you talking about this? Well, because it depends on if that second-round pick becomes a first-round pick. So we kind of have to keep talking about him as much as we don't want to. So best of luck to him in his career uh, as a human being. And the same with Jalen Rager. I uh, definitely know what it's like to lose people, so I hope he gets his mind right. Uh, I wish the fans would see that and be a little more caring. Let's see this kid could use, you know, our support and let's see him grow into the potential he has. So best of luck to him. Best of luck to Carson. And uh, man, Carson, this is why we traded him. Let's just look at it as a second round pick for a guy that isn't going to play. That makes me pretty happy inside. And we'll have a lot of money next year. They said Wentz heard a pop. Um, And then they're saying it was, uh, I think Michael Silver was saying that. Uh, he was. He believes uh, it's it's definitely a bone and a ligament, but they're not sure if they're gonna uh, if it's surgery yet. They I think they did rule out that it is a list, Frank. Um, but if they are they ruled did, that out? I think they. I yeah. believe they they might have ruled that they out. Did. Um, yeah. but it could it could lead to surgery, and that could threaten not the season, mm-hmm. but the, the start the of, start of the, uh, season. the season yeah. with Wentz. So. That's where we are with that. Uh, I mean, it's definitely we're all trying to move on from Wentz, but we, we're you know first we looked at the uh, he's not vaccinated. He's got to protect the you know the, the got to protect the peck, and then here we go. He hurts his foot, and we're just like, I guess this is, this is where we're at right now. That's two, that's two shows in a row now. Wentz has been the topic. Well, sh- should we do a third show? <laughs> no, well, we said it on that show. Why not expect a second rounder? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh man, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if we're gonna go, you know, to some of the pressers, I know Derry Slay had a presser today. Mm-hmm. Um, talked about um, Devontae Smith, man. I, I, I thought his presser was pretty because I'm always looking for like these nuggets. Um, and he basically was they asked him what was unique about Devontae Smith going up against them. They said his ability to have a plan. Um, and then he's he has a plan in place. He's not reacting to me, and he's you know he, he's running his route. He knows he has to get to his spot, and he's doing it the best way he can. And the fact that he's not reacting to me, he's like that's a positive. He's like, yeah. you know, that's that's a dog who knows where he needs to get at in the route and be a quarterback's best friend. So you like to see that. And he said um, he's helping out um, Devontae with any notes. Like he's asking him for everything. Um, so. That's what you like to see. I, I thought that was uh, pretty nice. 
And that's exactly what you'd like to see, man. I mean, Devontae Smith coming in here, going up against an elite-level cornerback like Darius Slay, you can't expect him to just come in here, regardless of uh, you know the entire catalog of awards and everything he accomplished in college. You can't just expect him to come in here and just be an absolute baller day three of training camp versus one of the uh, best in the game. So I'm glad, A, to be seeing that Darius Slay is, is keeping him in check, but I'm also loving this chemistry and just relationship that is forming between hopefully two future Eagle elites uh, for, for a long time to come because uh, those two being competitive against each other every day in practice is only going to make each other better, man. Yeah, and that's just the thing going forward. I mean, it, you definitely love to hear these guys talk highly about each other. Um, again, it's all about bringing the competition out of one another, um, you know, but like, come on. I mean, like, damn, again, another high note for this kid. Like, you got one of the best in the game that that plays the position so well, and he's giving props to, you know, this rookie coming in, doing what he's supposed to do, The you know, the um, the attitude that he has when he's on the field. He's all about making plays and, like, it's just – it's just great to hear, man, and it definitely gets you even more hyped up to see what this kid is going to go ahead and bring this season. And and even while it seems, or while I've heard that it seems that Darius Slay has been getting somewhat the better of Devontae Smith, it seems like Devontae Smith has been really showing out uh, among all the other wide receivers in the group. He seems like he is the clear leader, which we expected him to be, um, but it's it's clear that uh, he's really making his presence known. Yeah. Hell yeah. I thought uh, it was pretty awesome to hear, obviously, some high praise from Darius Slay. Um, one of the things, you know, last year, obviously, he went against some of the top dogs. And, you know, he had some struggles, but I still think he's one of the better corners in the game. Uh, to hear that, you know, he's impressed by Devontae Smith, like Gail said, coming in with a game plan. Uh, one of the things I love that Slay said during that presser was that he always comes in with a game plan. And right when the schedule came out instantly, he started uh, doing some, you know, watching tape, doing his studies on all the receivers he's going to be going against this year. He's still trying to improve himself. Uh, he had a lot of good things to say, you know, about Gannon talking about, you know, creating turnovers. That's something we have stressed so much. So I was really excited uh, to see Darius Slay excited about the receivers, excited about the defensive coordinator who used to be a DB's coach. So all these things seem to be trending in the right direction for the future of this team. Absolutely. When you talk about trending in the right direction, you know, there's, there's, there's also news out there of, uh, you know, one of our, one of Prime's um, favorite dudes, <laughs> I mean, Andre Dillard, uh, I believe Andre Dillard, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to say he's having a rocky go of it. I think the, the guys are having their way with him a little bit. Uh, I, I know uh, Barnett, uh, I, th I think it was Kemsky had noted that he put his hands in, in, up in his neck and like kind of just bull rushed him out of the way and then he he went to the sidelines and just took another break he was like expecting him to go back out there and like fight the fight um but you know overall i feel like the vibe right now is everybody's feeling a little bit more comfortable with uh melada at this moment i think um they i know andre dillard did take off his brace um that he was protecting his his uh past injury from um, but what do what you guys you got, what are you guys still feeling about this? I, I know it's still early, but or you could also talk about, I mean, just the fact that Josh Sweat is kicking everyone's ass right now. And I mean, we'll we'll, we'll start with Dillard, but Dillard, but what, how are you guys feeling? Hold on. Before we before I even let anybody take take lead on this one, let me ask you a question. Do you have that in the chamber? Did you keep that in the chamber because of the last last show? Because I kept coming at you about Barnett, huh? Did no. you have that in the chamber? No, I did not. No, are you I, sure? I, are I, you I, sure, I, man? I, bro, I am, I am reporting the news. 
And, 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 and really, you you don't really look like you had that one in the chamber, bro. bro. I'm just reporting the news, my guy. Come on. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, the the other day, didn't we end up hearing that Dillard was really uh, had ended up having a, a marginally better day than Mylotta? It seems like it's been kind of going back and forth. I mean, Dillard has been getting. Uh, it seems today he really took somewhat of a beating, but uh, this seems like one of those camp battles that's still very like we're in the infancy stages of it right now. Still, um, so I, I'm still. Uh, I think there's plenty of time to go for this competition. I think Dillard is going to have other days to show, uh, you know, just how if he can be a beast at the tackle position. Um, but my right now, I mean, this is kind of what I predict, not I individually, but we as a podcast had predicted uh, that my would end up coming out on top in this competition. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about both of them would get the opportunity, right? Um, yeah. And the first day, you know, it doesn't matter who's starting. And we talked about with the safeties and linebacker, other people. And that's why I like the veterans were out today. You know, you got to see stuff. So it didn't tell me that, I'm not reading too much into it. What I do read is my lot has got the lead. I like that, but mm-hmm. I'm not where the point where, Oh, Dillard's a bust now. Cause a lot of people are already there. But to me, I loved what I just saw the comment. Um, he's a man. He's a beast. Josh sweat is eating baby. At one point he got in the backfield, uh, back to back plays. And uh, apparently one of those plays was a trick play and he had hurts dead to rights right away. So, I just love to see the progression of him. I'm very excited for having a rotation. Uh, one of the telling things I heard today was Kerrigan talked about not he hadn't had the chance to go against Dillard or Mylotta yet. Um, he was impressed by both of them, but that told me, okay, well, he's just backing up Brandon Graham there, and this is really down to Barnett and Sweat on the right side. So that's you see that Barnett, Barnett, Barnett. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Kerrigan, Kerrigan, Kerrigan also said when they asked him how they felt about Josh Sweat, he said Josh Sweat is going to be a problem. Serious problem, yes, sir. Serious problem. Uh, yeah. Um, you know what else could be a serious problem? What's that, Gil? Uh, people's people's regions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the 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 regions, the region. Right. The net. Now, the Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships, and concerts all are in this summer. You know what that, you know what, you know what isn't? A wild and hairy bush. That's the region I'm talking about. Tame your pews with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below the waist grooming. The, their fourth generation performance package includes the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. If an athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like Olympic gold? <laughs> Fellas, do right by your balls. Enjoy the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going with the code FANSIDED20. Uh, now, boys, I actually have a uh, a trip coming up that I need uh, I need a travel package uh, to go for my package. And uh, the Manscaped 4.0 is exactly what I was looking for. The Performance 4.0 is, uh, is ha- uh, here to help you get ready. Uh, you'll find inside of your package uh, the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver, some ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, plus two free gifts, performance boxer briefs, and a shed travel bag. Uh, talk about a world-class dismount. Into a post-quarantine world, this package is perfect uh, for your package and a peak performance in whatever sport you desire. The new brand new 4.0 is here to take the podium. This fourth generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. 
The lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multi-function on and off switch that can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for the more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Michael Phelps is drooling just thinking about the possibilities. This package also comes with the weed whacker to chop your worst weeds on top in both your nose and ears. This tool is a lock to take home gold in the biathlon. The weed whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary <laughs> skin <laughs> technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. After trimming your pubes, show them some sportsmanship with Manscaped's liquid formulations. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner are the key to feeling victorious this year. Manscaped also threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag, as mentioned by Evan. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Achieve pubic glory this year with Manscaped 2.0. And let me... Eddie, we'll talk... And if we're... Why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. Ben, Jimmy. Wow. <laughs> Yo. I thought it was still a perfect bridge, though, to talk about what Kerrigan said when he saw Josh Sweat. Oh, dude, he said he couldn't believe the size of him. You know, when talking about what Manscaped can do for you, you'll have Ryan Kerrigan reaction. So, Manscaped, use at manscaped.com. Fanside20 is the code. Do it up, guys. I mean, you, you guys did a great job. Always uh, under pressure, you know, talking about, talking about balls and not laughing is that is the job. That hey, is man. like a, you guys are professionals. Yeah, uh, you know, you know, you know who else is a professional around here? Who's that? Uh, this guy, a professional QB one out here. Um, mm-hmm. it, depending on who you talk to, uh, they'll talk about the offense and in, in you know, uh, you know, a little. There's been some positive. Uh, uh, reviews and some some negatives, but overall the, the idea has been that Jalen Hurts has looked better each day in practice. He had his best day of practice. Uh, I think some people talked about some timing routes that he's hit some people on some uh, for some touchdowns. He, you know, he's made some really nice throws. Uh, so I think you know, like like Jimmy talked about it, you you, just, you can't take uh, everything you hear just just absorb it in absorbing each day some people are, are trying to hold um you know some of these practice notes to like he's, he's gonna be great he's gonna be mvp or he's gonna be terrible like just just keep watching man it's still still his third day of practice he, he, everybody's learning what they're supposed to be doing again they're talking about his foot footwork obsessed with where he at he's at in, in some of these plays and get to where he needs to be this all needs to be learned and i don't expect them to learn this in three days so again defensively i think hey man our defensive front is no joke yeah Uh, so i think they're going to give our offensive line some issues again we know how many guys up front were not starting today offensively yeah 
I mean, there there was a lot of guys out, and that's why there was some pressure getting to. But even with that, I mean, uh, according to ESP, he knew, he got ten for thirteen completed, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and a rushing TD, which is a good day at practice. I mean, if if you were to throw up those numbers in a preseason game for a half, I mean, that, that's a hell of a half, man. We're we are feeling very confident about. Uh, him being there to start the season. But, I mean, he wasn't the only uh, quarterback in conversation today because I had said something, you know, a few weeks ago when we've got both uh, Joe Flacco and Nick Mullins. And it seems already that what I had said, that Nick Mullins will be the QB2 of this team, is already kind of coming into fruition. Yeah, it's That's going a, your way. Yeah. <laughs> it's going your way. I mean, the guys, yeah, I mean, he, he's been key on, on these practices and he's hitting – He's hitting his targets, doing his thing. I mean, he's he's definitely out there shining. You 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 did call it, you said it, and it looks like it's uh you know I mean it, we're still and for early. a much better paycheck as well. Yeah, what is it? Nine hundred twenty thousand exactly. Yeah. I mean, like they said it. That's just the pay just for an arm. That's it. And that, listen, that arm is going to go ahead and take that number two spot. Yes, <laughs> Don't sir. sleep on it. Gail and I talked about this earlier today before we were on here. Uh, remember when everybody was losing their mind over Jamie Newman? Okay, look, it was exciting to get an undrafted kid we liked, but exactly what we talked about at that moment when he was signed, Nick Mullins, what is he here to do? He is here to help us in camp and the preseason because he's going to give us a better idea of what some of these back-end wide receivers look like, especially when it comes preseason. You think Joe Flacco is going to be out there? No, nah, dude, it's going to be Nick Mullins. So, I love to see that he's doing well because we knew we were putting a lot on him. We talk about him being a veteran, somebody that would be a lot more accurate than J- Jamie Newman would be. Not saying there's anything wrong with the kid. Have you know? I hope the best for him. But you got a guy that's actually going to be able to get the ball to these receivers. So you see guys like Jack Stoll today, Jamon Osmond getting to step up and show that they've got something because of injury too. But Nick Mullins is a decent quarterback. So I like that. Uh, you know what else I like? I, I, I like uh, the the running backs. Um, mm. So far, Scott and Sanders have been the focal points in first team reps. Uh, I'm excited about what what they're going to bring to the table. Uh, this guy right here, uh, uh, I think Deshay just mentioned in, in the in the chat in the comments that uh, they're going to be you know using the run game. I th- I think it's a perfectly good idea. I think sur- surrounding your you know your young quarterback with a, a solid run run game um that that sets everything else up so i mean the fact that we currently have two tight ends that who could dominate uh and a, a nice running game um carry carry on johnson is, impre- is impressing uh as is jordan howard yes jordan howard yeah. yeah i mean that's what you like to hear you like to hear that kenneth gainwell has looked solid as well especially mm-hmm. in passing routes Boston um, Scott's catching the ball uh, well out of the backfield as well. He's also a bodyguard of Milton Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was awesome. Might be five, might be five, six, but don't forget, uh, Boston <laughs> Scott was a power lifting champion too. So he's, he's a listen, giant man. killer, right? There's some serious, there's some serious exactly. ankle biters out there, bro. I mean, that that's <laughs> the best. That's that dude is a muscle. I mean, I hate fighting smaller guys more than I do bigger guys. The bigger guys can't move. It's those little shits that move around. You're like, dude, I'm way too old, and I haven't been in fighting probably ten years now. But back in my day, dude. Uh-uh, I hate them little squirrels. No, Boston, Boston Scott is like a, a, a care, care Bear on steroids. Yeah. Watch out. Care Bear on steroids. Yeah. Wow, uh, built, built. But talking about yeah. built, look at this. Someone's got a built shoulder, and, uh, and they, oh. got a, they, got a new, they got a new tattoo over here. It's a beautiful one. That's Can you the, guess which one of that, us that is? 
That's me, Evan, obviously. Man. Like, Evan, man. Geez, that, that thing looks good on you, Evan. <laughs> so uh, how much did this run you? Uh, we're going to not mention that, okay? Like, uh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that to me again. <laughs> First question out the shoot. <laughs> yeah, don't do that to me again. <laughs> I don't know if she's watching. <laughs> she's like, we could have got a new couch. <laughs> and that's exactly what I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> Oh, man, you got it really locked up in the chamber today, bro. I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to go. You said you're going to go uh, symmetrical <laughs> on the other side? But then it was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going with today. Helmet. Today's modern hermit. Yep. Nice. I'll nice. Be, that'll be my next one. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm getting back into the groove with these tests, man. I missed out for, uh, for a few years, and then I forgot what these things felt like, so I got to get back into, into that feeling. Uh, Moneybags wants to know if they shaved that area for the tattoo <laughs> with the manscape. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we'll just say, for branding purposes, we're going to say, yeah. Can I say, I was just going to say that ready to go. We, uh, I heard the statement ready to go. Speaking of ready to go, didn't sound like somebody was ready to go. Although, hearing some positive things about Jason Huntley in this camp, we're speaking about running backs. The one thing Gail mentioned at the beginning of this video holding players accountable. So, all of a sudden, Huntley doesn't turn around in time for a screen pass, and Sirianni apparently loses it. Whoa, that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. <laughs> so he yells at him. It's about the little details, man. And that that's all we've been asking for. All of us have sat here on 4th of John and begged for accountability. And sure, it's just training camp, but it's the little things, man. The details. Like, I don't like banana routes, right? I don't like the, we're going to roll into it. It's stick your foot in the ground and rip it. Rip it. Rip it. It's it's it. I, it's funny because like when you get when you get when you get a new uh, football coach and then they uh, the first time they yell at someone, it's mm -hmm. it's a weird moment. It's like it's, 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 like, it's like, like a first oh. fight for a relationship. I, okay, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this shit. Yeah, yeah like, like okay, I was going so better after yeah. that, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, bro. What what happened to that happy go lucky dude? Now you just yell at me in front of the front the team, bro. Okay, I, I see you. But you, it is what it is. I mean, that he's an NFL coach. That's what you want to. That's what you want to see. I, I, I think he's got to take control when things go haywire. I think probably Garrett Gunn could have been seeing that situation. He'd be like, up, oh. you know. But that could be one of the situations where he's because they they said that Sirianni was looking at practice and he was like shaking his head like in disgust. He was like a little upset at what he saw. So, um, well, I do, mean, do I you mean, think? Uh, I'm I'm good with that. You know, I got tired of hey, listen, don't worry about it. we're gonna go have some ice cream after this bullshit. Oh my you, you don't nah, deserve 100%. no goddamn ice cream. Yep. <laughs> nah, so I love it. I love hearing right about it. Hands. No Jimmy's for you on that either. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, y'all want Rocky Road? Because you're gonna get Rocky Road from me. The, the, the only thing that I hope that comes from that though is that the ownership, the front office, ends up seeing how Nick Sirianni is really trying to light a fire under these guys' ass, and maybe they can back up a little bit, take a step back and, you know, may maybe not spend every day down there at training camp or practice, and, you know, just take a couple days off. Garbage can for no reason. <laughs> but we act like every coach should do that, right? Like, oh, that's, a, that's how it should be. Weirdly enough, I didn't see much of that the past couple of years. So for us, it's pretty sad that we're holding on to things that every coach should be doing. I mentioned it earlier. <laughs> I would say like and to you, Gail, that, you shouldn't have to be teaching fundamentals, things that we learned when we were kids playing. So it's like, 
but we're getting back to basics of i love the hits principle and defense everybody dude playing physical the fact that they're physical gannon loves that tiriani's letting them be physical with the offensive players so toughening everybody up we needed to get toughened up we needed accountability and we're seeing all those things right in front of us so it might be obvious to some people out there but we were lacking it so i love it i mean speaking of physical you, you talked about uh Gannon talking about mm. physicality. Uh, Milton Williams, guys. Uh, Milton Williams is surprising some folks. And the, the one thing that I took away from his presser yesterday, I don't know if you guys saw Gannon's presser, but overall, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go with uh, what he said about Milton Williams, the ability to start five positions across the front. Yep. Um, that to me was like, okay, they're seeing something that like we do remember when Gannon was – you know, clapping his hands when he got drafted and very hyped. They were like, oh, yeah. is that fake? Is that fake news? Are you really hype? Um, so they must really like what they see from him. Um, Brandon Graham said he is kind of quiet. He's trying to get everything out of him and have him talk to him. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's like, we're going to be in the same room together. So we got to talk it up. And But overall, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what uh, Milton Williams brings to the table. I, I know Chris Franklin also mentioned from NJ.com also mentioned that he was super high on Milton Williams. So, hey, hey man. man. What, what what does everyone always say, though? It's always the quiet ones. It's always the quiet ones, man. So he if he's True. really got that beast that he just contains within him and he's ready to just like let, let the freak loose, like how Javon Kirsch used to. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, dude, I'm all for it. Milton Williams and his versatility to be able to play five different positions on the line. I mean, for depth reasons and for, you know, all the different packages we could work him into. That is a uh, defensive coordinator's dream right there. Absolutely. I think, I think Kerrigan brought that up too today, right? He had, uh, he yeah. got asked about Milton Williams and he said that everybody keeps bringing up his versatility. And I love that. He said five positions. We talked about, expect multiple schemes, multiple fronts. And we just keep getting answered to that every single day when they keep talking about stuff. Cause you're like, wait, four on a lot. Yeah, baby. We've got to have, we're going to have nose tackles, defensive tackle. We're going to have everything your heart could desire. And I, I, I'm trying to keep my mind as training camp, but I'm seriously so effing pumped up. And I hope you get the chance to watch the game with us or at least come tailgate because we're going to have some effing great times. This energy is just the tip, baby. <laughs> uh, way to way to make it the man, weird. The manscape. Oh, don't make it with. weird. God damn. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to hang out with your tips. We okay. can't. We okay. can't even do anything now because of manscape. Thank you. <laughs> it all started with Mike and Park. <laughs> um, well, one thing that I saw uh, come out of camp though today is just how uh, the second-year linebackers were looking pretty good today between Sean Bradley and uh, Davion Taylor, which is really something that I was really keen in on this uh, offseason. I wanted to see the development of these players because if they these guys were to not pan out, we are that much further behind uh, in this whole process because obviously linebackers is something we neglect throughout the draft. We need to find those diamonds in the rough, and uh, I'm hoping that these guys, it really it's seeming like Davion Taylor is showing some serious speed out there. Uh, being able to get to the quarterback, so uh, I'm liking it, man. I'm I'm really liking what I'm seeing out of those guys. Talked about his athleticism and talked about him getting up to 22 miles per hour. Um, that's he that's said, lightning, man. He, he said that's the one thing. He's like that's one of the reasons why they drafted me for my speed and my ability to um, run to the football. And I, you know, if if my thing is when you know what you're doing, you play faster. Mm -hmm. I think he's at a point where he's still learning. And he's made mention of that. Um, so, you know, him getting there. I heard during the offseason before even training camp started, 
from uh, people around. They said that he was he stuck around town like he didn't go. He like he was locked in. Right. Uh, he's been locked in for months, just really trying to learn, learn the defense and get to where he is at now. Hopefully that's showing sh- showing on the field. Sure. Yeah, they talked to him yesterday and he came out and exactly what you said, Gail, he actually was asking for more meetings, for more Zoom meetings for on the field, off the field, anything he could do to improve his game. So we know he's got the skills, but he talked about his biggest thing was his eyes. He's got to train his eyes, where to keep them, when to move them. And it was awesome to hear him talk about where he knows he's got issues and He's done everything he could to get better at it. And we talked about it last year. There was no training camp, no preseason. So these guys were going to struggle. He dealt with an injury at the end of the year. You guys know I was super high on him. And because of the fact that he was a third-round pick, it pissed everyone off and pissed me off too. He wasn't a third-round pick. He should have been around fourth or fifth. But it doesn't mean he's not talented. So we have to have hope. And I remember you guys got to talk to Chris Franklin. And, you know, my question that I got to ask, and I loved it, was he hit on Davian Taylor and Jacoby Stevens. That's why – Guys like him are brought in, um, you know, they're athletic guys that have played safety, but are really these hybrid linebackers in today's NFL. So I think those two, the hope is are the future, but to see Davian Taylor getting off to a great start this year, that's the first step. He's been getting first team reps. I've said Sean Bradley, Eric Wilson's been getting some time, but it looks like it's pretty much between what was it? Edwards, Bradley, and um, Wilson for the middle linebacker. So mm-hmm. we're seeing some good competition though. Uh, so for a position we were scared as hell about, it's good to hear some positive things. I think that I honestly, the way that this defense is shaping up the way that we are hearing how they're containing the offense. I feel like we honestly could be in for a pleasant surprise from our defense this year. I think that we could see is like legit turnaround. If you just look at like the cornerback position, how much we've upgraded that, how much we've upgraded the safety position, the linebackers, the defensive line, literally every single team that's a part of that defensive unit has been improved. So I really think that uh, we, we could have a serious like night in day sort of difference between this year's defense and last year's defense it's been um, a long time it's been a long time before all, all all areas of that defense came together as one and became you know one of the best and elite defenses in the league i'm 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 confident that it could get to that point this year man the way these guys are coming together and making things happen now while, while i i play devil's advocate to my <laughs> own question i want to know where do you guys think that we still lack depth on this defense if, God forbid, somebody were to go down. I mean, if one of the cornerbacks go down, are you guys concerned? Um, I'm still concerned at linebacker. I'm just yeah. happy there's positive yeah. news. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I'm just saying yeah. I want to put yeah, that yeah, out yeah. there for We got to all be honest. Linebacker position is still something that we all, you know, doubt. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're hearing good things, and we're confident on the guys that we drafted and we brought in, but it's still a position that, you know, we really haven't, pertain to the most in in these past few years and we're hoping that one of these guys will give us a reason to bring that you know change that i'm hoping uh the safety position you know you talk about you know um mcleod's position you know you, you know Kayvon wallace yesterday he said he's a, he, he thinks of himself as a star in the making uh so i'm very interested to see what he brings to the table um but you know you just you really just want to make sure McLeod comes back because I feel like that's a it's, it's a great group. Um, but I mean, another surprise for me, who, who's been a, a shining star so far, uh, he started out as a quarterback, Tyree Jackson for Buffalo. Uh, now he has transformed himself into a 
tight end. Uh, I mean, right now it's all the rage for every beat writer to talk about how big this dude is and how good, you know, he how solid he's looked. Um, but could he be? Um, could be? Could be? He could he be a nice little gem? Hundred percent. And uh, the more tight ends that are showing out in that room, I mean, the more awkward it gets. Quite frankly. <laughs> well, uh, Gail, I'll give you some more credit here, dude. Uh, you came on my show the other day, the day before training camp, and you brought up Tyree Jackson as one of the guys that needs to step it up. So he could definitely be that guy to step it up. We need him to. We had, we don't know if Burks is actually going to be here. It looks good right now, but I think. Jesus, but I, I like it, man. Tyree Jackson, you know, six, seven, of course, everybody's going to lose their mind because he's tall, but uh, yeah, I, he had some good practices so far. So that's good news. Uh, if he Dean Butler, yak, though, he's out of the mix. He's heard he was receiver again. If he could get some yak, that's all I need. Yep. Well, do you yak. mean, where are we going with it? Oh, you mean yards <laughs> yeah. after catch. Yeah. Yards. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Mark, Mark says action. That's a good name. Action Jackson. If you, uh, for that the old nice. heads. For the old heads out there, Gail, you said about. Can I just touch on this quick? Kayvon Wallace, man, I uh, really like. Uh, you know the fact that he sounded pretty hungry yesterday in his uh, interview. He talked about, you know, once again another player that came out and talked about his struggles. You know, I felt like I was out of position. I felt like I could have worked on this, that, the other thing, dude. Kayvon Wallace, we all. I don't want to put him in the same category as Dawkins just because he ruined with his kid and way too many people put him on a pedestal. But he came in and he said, you know, he had a rough year last year. He was really. Somebody that, you know, I thought would step in because of Jalen Mills, everything and the other thing. But, um, I mean, he kind of used some excuses, no preseason, things like that. But it wasn't an excuse. We all know that rookies were going to struggle because of that. And the best thing he said was he felt like it was a slingshot. Uh, sometimes you get pulled back because you need to see the better things. And then, boom, you get released and you're out there. He was looking at his situation like that. And I just love to hear from these young kids right now where their mind is at because we talked about the beginning. Take everything with a grain of salt, what you're seeing. So attitude uh, is a big one I look for. Now, attitude. Um, money bags over here. Uh, is he, He's concerned with any any worry about how much Fletch has left the tank? I, I think he's more concerned if you're going to be buying me a jersey. I think that's what he's asking with this question. Oh, are we talking about the list? Are we talking about the list? We're talking about the list. I mean, what wasn't our bet if Jason Kelsey ends up having a better year, which – uh, yeah. I don't know how we're going to grade that. Yeah, first, first of and then, <laughs> then can we put this out there also that NBC Philly also had an article about the top 20 most important players. Yeah. Uh huh. That was after ours. Yeah, um, I did notice that. And, I noticed they, the timing was a little it, weird. Hey, but they, they also Four had, of ours. They, they also had Fletcher Cox at number two and Jason Kelsey yeah. at number three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know I, what? I mean, it's possible team for, Gale, team for a lot of people to be wrong, you know? Team Look Gale. at America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, dude, I think that Fletch, that's the same concern for any of the veterans, that we're all feeling the same way because it's PTSD from the last few years. Uh, you know, we know that the veterans were getting hurt, but we've talked about it. What if it was the coaching staff? What if it was the personnel, how we were practicing, things like that? So I'm trying to have a positive mindset, but trust me, I'm still nervous. I'm scared about Fletch and Hargrave because we saw that they fell off a little with those nagging injuries. Oh, they're playing, but they were hurt. So if they stay healthy, and it's the same with all these vets, uh, I'll be fine. I don't think that any of them have fallen off to a point that's of concern. I mean, I, the whole idea of like Fletcher Cox falling off is that is that like a thing? I feel like I Money just. Money bags. Well, I mean, that's the that's the first time I'm hearing that. 
Well, it's all the articles they're putting out. We're trading them. It's the same people that said we couldn't sign the guys without getting rid of Ertz. It's fine. I think I think I just think Fletcher Cox. He, he's 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 able to do so many things for this this defense. Mm-hmm. Like just him setting the tone and just him being a menace to society. I mean, are you you mean that both figuratively and literally? <laughs> are you talking about the? Uh... He gets around. <laughs> he will too. I love that. Let me use that as a bridge. He will get around on that line. Remember nice. with Jim Kelly with the three four Billy Davis. Oh, yeah. Well, that dude was moving around defensive end in a three four. Hey, this is another player like Milton Williams. They've been talking it up, but don't be surprised you see Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox getting around. Yo, is that a Cowboys fan? No, that's that, that's my father-in-law, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yes, Gail, I saw that it was you on the list. Connecticut kid, let's go. You looking at your draft profile? <laughs> Trolling? Oh, you want to see? You want to see? Oh, oh look at oh, this. Oh, God. Oh oh, 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 oh. Oh, my God. Of course you keep that next. That's oh, great. we got, we got, hold on. Can you show that one more time? Look at number We six. have another case for you, Detective Gale. <laughs> look at like Bill Bellamy. <laughs> I'm not showing you mine. No, because Maury had, Maury had said something about like, oh, that's a young Gale. And I was like, <laughs> I'll show you a young Gale. That's awesome. Um, Any other notes that you guys uh, have out there? Uh, Yeah, yeah. There's something that I would like to address, Gale, and that is that (laughs) kickers are people too, and we have spent zero time talking about Jake Elliott on this podcast. I was going to talk about him and Sippos, bro. What's that? I was going to talk about him and Sippos for you. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, so Jake Elliott, uh, article came out today that he was experiencing some confidence issues last year. Quite frankly, I think that this is just, I don't want to say a cliche thing, but it's just a thing that seems like 90% of the kickers in the league end up going through at some point. Uh, and whether or not they're able to bounce back, I mean, a lot of times once these kickers lose their confidence, they end up just out of the league. And, you know, Jake Elliott ended up signing a big contract uh, you know, after the Super Bowl, and whether or not we're going to end up regretting that, I'm really hoping that uh, Jake Elliott is uh, has shaken those confidence issues off this offseason and gotten his head right. Are you trying to say you're trying to you trying to tell us that money changed him? Money changes people, Gail. Yes. You know what? If that's true, then guess what he did this year? He restructured that contract in order to give us more cap space. So he's doing what needs to be done for the team, and he's 100% correct. He said about mental. It's all a mental game. And Evan knows more than any of us about the whole mental thing, you know, and the just motions, everything. And he talked about that today in his presser. You know, it's like the same with golf and things. That's why he's good mm-hmm. at things like that. And, yep. you know, when you get off and, you know, get off your habits – it really messes you up. And I think everyone on this team last year was messed up. And we had 13 different starting lines on offensive lines setting NFL records. What the hell? I couldn't imagine trying to count the special teams, how many lines we probably had. So <laughs> things were, I'm sure, weird everywhere. Um, but, hey, he seems excited to have Sippos here. Uh, it seems like they've created a good friendship, playing ping pong together, things like that. Uh, that'll be his new holder. Uh, but they just really seem to be working together. He had nothing but, like, great adjectives. Like, great, astounding. Like, he was just really talking up to Sippos kid. And, I mean, what else are you supposed to do? But uh, let's pray to God that Sippos is good because we heard from him today. And he's like, yeah, I've never played in a game. And, you know, I'm from Australia. And, yeah, you know, for the last five years, I was learning from rugby to the NFL. It's like, okay. I, don't know. I feel very comfortable right now, but I don't. Uh, we're so. for Seth Rocca, kind of. I watched him exactly. rock somebody. But that's and cool he that he's been learning how to throw. So. That's cool that he has, uh, you know, he's got uh, Jordan Mulatto on the team. 
And then he just walks yes. by. He's mm. like, oh, crikey. <laughs> he said he has met him before, too. They've talked, so <laughs> cool they have a relationship. Uh, maybe uh, Jake Elliott needs a little manscape for the neck. Next case. Yeah, yeah, he can definitely use that. He can definitely use that. He's trying to channel his inner uh, Coy Detmer. Oh, Evan, actually, I wanted yeah. to ask you, do you know who uh, the coach he worked out with? He said Jamie Cole, world-renowned kicking coach. I don't know if you know who that was, but I he said that's know. who he's been working with. Him and a local guy, he said Chris Nundrick, I want to say. So he actually has been doing things. He said he's helped, He's getting them to help him get back to basics. He said, I got here for a reason. So yep. I love that. Shout, shout out shout out to Rick Lovato. You know, he almost goes forgotten because he's, you know, like he's he's a real G. He is, he is. a real G. He Rick moves Lovato's in si- he moves in silence. Dude, <laughs> like replace Dorambos like that? But he, <laughs> uh uh um uh, Jake Elliott was saying that um they were practicing around Philly. Uh they show up to some certain high schools and start kicking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he like he liked being at Temple and I believe at Penn. Uh but he said, you know, when he's at these high schools like fans will just show up and then they'll just come hang out and shag balls so if you guys need us to you know catch some balls uh we'll be out there <laughs> manscape is over Use man- yeah manscape, manscape 20 <laughs> we'll catch we'll catch we'll catch some balls. uh did, did you see did you see darius slay in his presser today when he was talking about how he uh <laughs> did you see it where he caught himself when he cut someone off no, he was he was talking uh, about he like he was talking about balls, and then he's just like, oh wait, 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 pause, 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 pause. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were talking about when he told the one reporter, he was like, hold up, and he's like, go ahead to Jamie Appity. I was like, oh damn. Yeah, so we're, we're showing away the female crap. Well, I don't um, know if they were cutting her off, so he like <laughs> tried to help her out. So that was cool to see. Yeah, man. Well, they should like um, that then. <laughs> Going, going off. Uh, any other notes? Any other notes? Um, do you guys want to showcase? Uh, they talked to Maddox today too. Um, he talked. You know, he said he'd help out wherever he could. Uh, you could see it in his eyes. <laughs> he would prefer he could play outside, but he said, you know, he likes the fact that he's able to help in multiple positions. And I think, you know, that's a reason that he has a job. And we talked about that. He can play nickelback, free safety. He can move around, but he's not a starting outside guy. So we're happy yeah. Steven Nelson is here. But what was so telling to me was when they were talking uh, to Slay today, um, and uh, he said, uh, they asked him about Maddox, and he said, yeah, he, he looks great uh, inside where he belongs, and then just kept talking. And I was like, wait, what did you just say? Yeah. So it was like, yeah, yeah exactly. where he belongs. That's where he belongs. Um, nice. So uh, keep him inside and playing the free safety defensive back that lines up against certain people. And I think he can continue to get better. Uh, I really do have hopes for him. I, I love the Steven Nelson signing, but that was something that stood out to me. That's to them today. I was like, oh. I'm curious. I'm curious to know what, what we're looking to get out of that other conversation that uh, Howie and um, Ertz had earlier today. So. Hmm. He's like, well, I think we got a trade on the block. Um, my, yo, do you, have you seen like Ur- you Ur- like show- cold weather? Urch Ur- <laughs> Ur- keeps showing up to practice. Like with, yesterday, it's the blonde hair. Today, he had the shades and the he had like a band around his head. I was like, I was he's like, going, he's going through a, a, like a crisis. He's going through hey, like a, a personality crisis. He just, I, I was just like, this is this is a new Ertz. Um, I was getting a, a vibe of a new Ertz. That's what all I'm saying. That's it's, the vibe that I've been got. It's a new Ertz, man. I knew that. New hopefully, hopefully. Um, other than that, I mean, I've, I've just been, I've, I'm excited about, um, I, I'm just going to be honest. Like 
so far Gannon's pressure to me was one of the most impressive. Like I, I could see how he can rally these guys around uh, just the, the way that he was just talking about his defense and the way that he was uh, stressing on turnovers. Uh, and Steven Nelson showed like his, his, his knuckle and cause they're all out, out there punching balls. Uh, Another one. I mean, we're just, ta- just talking about getting turnovers cause that's part of the hits principle. Yes. And there, that whole idea of getting turnovers, we're talking about, how many times that we wanted to get turnovers and that the, it's an emphasis, even in the drills that they're doing, um, you know, they got them, you know, that's in just the mindset of Gannon right now. I just feel like he's presenting his, his plan nicely. And I feel like, it, I think it might resonate with some of the players. And I feel like also um, guys that he's talking about guys that have versatility. You're talking about even Avante, a guy that could play three positions. You talk about you just talk about Milton Williams. You talk about Fletcher Cox. You can move. You talk about Brandon Graham, who you can move inside, outside. So we got some versatility and the whole idea of us being aggressive. Ah, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I'm uh, with you. We got we got to address this too. Sorry. <laughs> oh God! Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Still don't care. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, some highlights oh. catching a ball out of bounds. People are like, see the catch? Out yeah. of how, about, how about their wide receiver running into a fence yesterday? Come on. Yeah, Gallup. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Stop. All right. Dude, I, the hits principle. I love what you brought up there. Uh, what is it? Hustle, intensity, takeaways, and smarts. Play smart, right? So, these guys, all we have stressed uh, while Jim Schwartz was here is please start getting some turnovers. Please start doing something. We have seen none of that. We were all grew up spoiled with Jim Johnson. Well, not all of us, but just saying, you know, we're used to that. We want that back. We want the toughness back. I cannot stress how excited I am about Gannon, and I love what you brought up there. All the players have mentioned that physical style and being able to be physical in training camp. They're excited. Just imagine what they're going to do on game days, baby. We're from Philly and we fight, and our defense is going to look like that for once. And I really can't wait for that. Uh, talk about, I mean, if you guys have any questions that you want us to answer, I know uh, there's some sprinkled in there, but um, we'll go with little bro Steve, big bro Steve. He said, Any fears about the health of the offensive line? I mean, you, you just saw Sumalo, that's week to week with a hamstring. Talk about. You know, our, our, our dude, man, um, our Brandon Brooks, uh, he's already coming back from injury. Uh, hamstring, you just hope it's not too long. Um, and then we have Landon Dickerson, who's not here yet. So we're starting off a little bit with some injuries. Um, and and, go ahead. I was just going to say, and plus, if you add in the factor of just the simple age of our offensive line at this point, uh, it's not, it's impossible to not have it in the back of your head about what could go wrong throughout the season. Yeah, obviously you, you always want to you know hope for the best and prepare for the worst. So I think the Eagles did a good job this off season of uh, really bulking up that room and getting some good depth in that position. You know, I, I think it's got to be a fear. Obviously, we talk about we set the NFL record last year. So it's, uh, it's concerning. Uh, but yesterday they talked to Lane Johnson, and that was, of course, one of the things they asked him about. And he had said, you know, it's just about stacking days. And, you know, it could be as cliche, cliche as you want to say it is, but it's really what it's all about. We know they can be hurt, and it sucks, and I'm going to be nervous as hell going into the season. But he talked about 
what he's been doing this season, helping guys like Driscoll and everybody, just everybody, the guys behind him and everything, everything he learned from JP, from Todd Harriman's, from Evan Mathis. He mentioned some greats and he's trying to pass that down because he realizes, yeah, he's dealt with some injuries the past couple of years. So for once in my life, I mean, I'm very concerned about it, but I feel very comfortable with the offensive line depth we have. I like Driscoll. I like Urbic. I love whoever's going to lose the left tackle battle. We've got somebody with Urbic, depth. Opetta, of course, man, those guys are solid. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Urbic and Driscoll are my guys, but I like Opetta too. Uh, Dickerson, whenever he gets healthy. So, yeah, that's a almost a starting line, you know, for the New York Giants there. So, I think I really like this team, and I don't want to see any injuries, but I feel a little more okay going into the season, I guess. Anytime you have Stoutland, you got to feel okay. Um yeah, sure. 2020 says, I want to see some exotic blitzes, fake blitzes, and keep offensive line guessing. Schwartz's vanilla BS is over. Yep. I hope. Definitely. Definitely <laughs> is with the new, uh, with Gannon here. Well, uh, Avery was starting yesterday at weak side linebacker. Osman was getting some reps there. This is exactly what we talked about all offseason. You're going to see stand up rushers. You're going to see guys that you don't know if they're rushing or dropping in coverage. Yes. You're going to see so many schemes and sets every week. They're going to be different. And that's what you want you, to keep the opponent guessing. So, yeah. Jim Schwartz didn't do that. So, I no. can't wait to see it. <clears throat> no, we, we want those surprises every week. And that's what we got tired of last year. You know, yeah. we, everything oh, we are, we already knew what the hell we were going to go ahead and do. <laughs> Uh, Todd has a question from YouTube. He says, do you guys think we need to add a veteran receiver with Rager still struggling mentally? Um, I think, you know, they just brought in a wide receiver who's had um, a relation with Steichen, uh, play, played with uh, uh, San Diego. What was he played Miami as well? Denver, 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 Denver. Yeah. Patlin? You talk about Patlin? Yeah. Patlin played yeah, yeah. Cardinals and the Dolphins practice squad other than the Chargers. Yeah, I thought he played for Denver as well. I'm not so sure. I'm not sure if he played for Denver. I'm not sure. Well, well, I mean, you're just talking about bringing in a guy with size. Um, And then they also, they also, I believe they worked out Josh Doxson. That didn't happen. Um, They've they've also uh, moved to Keem Butler to wide receiver as well. He's been. I guess guess for now, since you have that, you need some depth over there. Mm -hmm. Might might as well cross train him. Um, I, I do think if there's another injury. You you, you got to bring. You might need to bring somebody in. I mean, well, but again, I mean, Quest Watkins hasn't practiced. Um, what what does the free Ward, agency crop still look like for wide receiver? Not I'm, that great. I'm, I'm not here off the top of my head. It's nothing that I would bring in over these guys. I mean, you've got Dante Moncrief out there. He just mentioned Doxon. Look, I think you know it's obviously a huge question mark on what this room's going to look like. But we need that question mark answered. You've got way too many young guys right here. Just all. Who's going to make the team? John Hightower, Quez Watkins. Now, obviously, Watkins is out. Ward is out. Regger's out. So they're not answering questions. But this is the perfect opportunity for your Jamon Osmonds, your Michael Walkers, all of the randos at the end. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside's been starting. So, I mean, these guys have no excuse now. You've been given all the opportunity in the world. So I kind of like where it's at. And I don't think I want a veteran to come in here and take away from that. I think Patton obviously was brought in because you need another body. So many people are getting hurt. Uh, but he also can help you on special teams. That was a big thing uh, Michael Clay talked about. Uh, Mike, you know, our new special teams guy, he mentioned the two guys were signed. They could help on special teams. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know that I would add someone. I think we've got to get the questions answered here. Now, Daniel, uh, I believe Daniel's from Sweden, if I'm not correct. <laughs> Any possible drama that needs to be taken care of? 
except the earth's obvious. We are kind of hyped about next season, but on that level, it doesn't take much. Any possible drama, Ev, you think? I mean, uh, if I'm just thinking about the drama that existed last year, I'm thinking about the drama that existed between the front office and the coaching. And so while we have a different coaching staff in here, I'm hoping that that problem is now resolved but at the same time if there's a presence that is there at every practice and it's just this constant watchful eye this big brother type entity that's behind uh nick sirianni and his coaching staff uh, i could see how the pressure could be on and how you know there there could be increased you know anxiety whatever uh j- just uh not feeling like he has control of this team that's where i would think uh if there was any kind of drama that were to happen it would come from but uh, who knows? It could be something like a, a Dillard and Mylotta uh, little scuffle of practice. They, they seem like very, uh, Dillard. Could, they seems like it, a very it, emotional it, person. Yeah, it could, well, be, Dillard, it could be Dillard than anybody. It could be Dillard yeah, than anybody. Two point yeah. fight. Yeah. Yep. And and the fact, uh, you know, going back to what you were saying about Sirianni and, and um, you know Howie and Jeffrey, uh, I don't I don't think they're going to find a reason to put their hand up his ass and you know have him become the puppet man. I think today was that uh, step forward to show that, you know what I mean? Like, yo, you brought me here for a reason. I'm going to go ahead and do my job. And he's letting the team know, this is my job. At the end of the day, you guys have a job to do, but I have a job to do as well. And my job is to go ahead and coach this team and coach it right. And if I'm going to see you guys fuck up or do something stupid that you're not supposed to be doing, I'm going to go ahead and let you know. And he did that today, and that's what we needed. All right? Yeah. Tired of this ice cream eating motherfuckers. Like, stop that shit. Like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Exactly. Whoa. I think that's the only whoa. thing that people are concerned about, and that would be obviously all of our concerns. We were talking about that they bring him in because of this. But I love what Prime just said right there. This was the day, man. He stepped out. When I read that he's details yelling, then he stopped and practiced. That got me excited because – that's showing me he's ready to step up and get them cojones out because that's something we lacked. And, you know, you talk about, oh, every coach should do it. Yes, they should, to an extent, do certain things. But he came out, right? Ted Lasso, everybody's comparing it to. But he's so nice. So he finally showed us, I can step it up and hold these dudes accountable when I need to. So we needed to see that as a big step for him. And hopefully Howie and Jeffrey sit back and see that and go, hey, you know what? It's a new relationship. Let's see how it plays out. You know, that fun loving when the relationship still starts. So let's just hope he does good so they don't have to get that hand back in there. I'm still waiting for him to drop kick somebody for no reason. I just want to drop kick, knock over some water bottles, smack I'll jump through this wall if he does it. Do something like that. Um, (laughs) Mark has a question. He says, who are you four most excited to see in action with pads next week? Um, For him, he said Gainwell and Wallace for for him. Uh, Evan? Who's your first? Off the top of my head, uh, there's there's a couple. I mean, obviously, the one guy we've been talking about all camp, been more excited about than ever, Devontae Smith. I want I want to just I want to see every Devontae Smith highlight that exists. Personally, uh, on top of that, though, I want to see uh, I want to see little Tay Tay man. I want to see little Tay Tay back in the slot. See him. See if he can get back to where we need him to be. Just shore us up. And uh, the other one, obviously, would be Steven Nelson, man. Him coming in here and uh, just getting involved with this team. I want to uh, – while I feel like on paper our cornerbacks look great, I need to see it with my eyes. I need I need the eye test to tell me that this is going to work out. And so uh, that's what I'm looking forward to when the pads get put on. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna come out and say, you know what I mean, even though he's got uh, personal issues going on right now and at the end of the day you want to make sure that everybody's you know health is – where it needs to be at and, and their mindset is right. Um, I was one the other night on the show questioning where Jer- Jalen Rager's mindset was at. Um, you know, I noticed there was something up with him. I didn't know. 
until after the fact what had actually happened to him on a personal level and you know what i mean and at the end of the day my you know my prayers up for you and your um your, your people's families uh you know it's a sad story and everything and but i want to see i want to see that dude come in like focused i want to see him get back to the reason why he got drafted um he was questioning not only himself he was just questioning a lot of other things. I, I I don't want him to focus on any of that no more. I want him to come in here and have a good year, a good year, and show, you know, us the fans that you know what I mean he could play the game. Um, but at the end of the day, again, the the important part is that you know his his mentality is is you know there straight line um with that. Um, and then of course the linebackers who regardless whoever it is Stevens Taylor anybody I want to see somebody in that position with the pads on, go in there and, you know, again, give me a reason to go ahead and talk about this linebacker position. I like it. I like it. But I'm going to be real with you. This is hard to pick one uh, because it all starts in the trenches. And one of the things I can't really gauge is these guys going hard with the pads, smashing each other. That's what I want to see, dude. And I'm really excited to see the offensive line and defensive line. It's, It's kind of like a... A half thing for me it's really the left tackles uh, i mean my lot and dillard how they're going to do against sweat that is going to be the most fun for me to watch when the pads go on i want to see how these tackles i mean the whole line i just can't wait to see the pads come on because that's where you see the physical guys start to get pretty physical and if they're talking about it already being physical oh yes i can't wait uh, but i love what you guys said though my my guy is uh you know me Devonte Smith man I, I just want to see what he's he's can still do and continue to do out there on the field I think uh, Milton Williams is for me is the guy who I'm really excited to see um, you know I, I love those uh, you know I, I was gonna say Steven Nelson but obviously uh, it's about looking at the rookies and what they can bring to the- surprise motherfucker. <laughs> uh hey make sure make sure after you got uh you guys out there if, if you know on we're we're everywhere else except for youtube uh re- refresh this channel make sure you're subscribed over there I'm trying to get to a thousand over on youtube um and love building with the youtube community youtube is uh the the, the eagles youtubers are like crazy the content creators out there are crazy so make sure you're subscribed over there and uh liking the content um let's see uh let's see any any other questions i, I saw one other question that was out there uh melada versus dillard um will high pick dillard accept the bench over time um i think i just think right off the bat i mean the best man wins um this is what the nfl is about um cream rises to the top it doesn't matter if you're drafted the first second or seventh like uh melada was and melada was in my mock drafts in the seventh round and people laughed and here we are we have a starting potential starting left tackle and i feel like it doesn't matter if diller was drafted in the first i know from a scouting standpoint and whoever drafted him they'll look at you sideways for that but the fact that you were here is a good place swing tackle is still cool for me we we saw the injuries that we had in the past so you know anytime i just i just hope diller I hope uh, he, he he rises to the competition. I, I, I hope that my statement doesn't really uh, ruffle any feathers with those out there uh, in, in the Eagles and, you know, fourth and John community. But I think it's very similar to like uh, like Greek life in college as far as your draft positions. Because it, like if you're looking at your draft position, it really doesn't matter if you're drafted in the first or seventh. They want the best player. When it, uh, How I'm comparing it to Greek life is it, the, 
employees, employers don't really care about what frat or what sorority you were in. If you are the best person for the job, they want the best person for the job. So it really, it really doesn't matter as far as like after you get through the draft, if you get through college, it doesn't matter. If you're the best person, you make it known, then you're going to get the job. All right. I think yeah. that my lot of it's we talked about it all season. It's his job to lose. And he's been proving that over and over again. Um, he's always going to hold a place in my heart. I love the dude. So may the best man win. Um, you know, I think we're past the arrow mark. <laughs> any uh, any last words before we get, you get out of here? We'll start with uh, Prime. Muted, Your, uh, Prime. Pr- Prime's muted. Just wanted to say to uh, make sure you guys, you know, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, check on your loved ones, you know, uh, and, you know, just be safe out there. Uh, keep tuning in, you know, because we're going to definitely have more to talk about. You know, we got a lot of uh, training days, training camp days ahead of us. So, you know, appreciate you guys to the fullest. Jimmy. Uh, dude, uh Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's always so much fun to talk, uh, especially with, the, uh, you know, the fans. But, of course, I love you, Fourth and John, guys. But, you know, I, what I really can't wait for is the fact that I'm sitting here thinking about, man, I hope you all have a great weekend. But next weekend, we'll be at open practice. Holy shit. We're a week away, and I hope I get to meet some of you guys there, see some of you guys again. It is going to be a fantastic time. I can't believe it's almost here. So, Hope you guys are strapped in. Keep tuning in. Make sure you're following the 4th and John page. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are putting out as much content as we possibly can. And when the season begins, you just aren't going to be able to contain yourself. So have a great weekend. Stay safe. And as always, go birds. Well, uh, I – want to first first things first i want to send uh my thoughts and prayers out to number two in indianapolis i want you to feel better pal because uh after the end of this year i'm not going to think about you one time for the rest of my life <laughs> um other than that i just want to uh you know i'm fortunate enough to speak after prime so i'm just gonna go right ahead and throw him on mute but i can't wait to beat this guy's ass in the competition that we're gonna have uh we're, we're gonna be going head to head for some eagles game tickets uh we're gonna be putting that content out there it's gonna be foot races gonna be cornhole all the all different ways to figure out which games me and prime are gonna be going to so uh, i'm looking forward to you know whooping some ass um if, if you guys are this first time hearing about this uh so we had we we got access to tickets and then i was like well you know i have some tickets but you guys gonna have to split who goes to which game so they're basically gonna have to fight it out mm. nail tooth kick I, maybe you have to- L- luckily we're not arm wrestling because <laughs> i would just throw that one up <laughs> <laughs> sudden uh, death bro sudden yeah. death <laughs> what's the thing they call it on like game of thrones where like you have the guy fight for you <laughs> like have flex yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll hire somebody yeah, <laughs> yeah man so i mean that, that's gonna be fun we, we're, we're talking about maybe even breaking out the drone to watch them race Talk about it guaranteeing it hey oh, last man. time i raced oh, on man. live on on a youtube that i pulled my hamstring <laughs> yeah i'm not doing that broke yeah. some ribs <laughs> Uh, so that, 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 that will be interesting. Uh, but, uh, as always, man, it's always just, you know, checking on your people's, make sure they're good, man. At this point in time, people are, you know, stressing about certain things, uh, what life is bringing to them during this pandemic. So just reach out, call them, talk about the Eagles. They should be excited right now. This is the best time to be excited about your birds. If you, you know, you, you feel comfortable. Again, we talked about, uh, the training camp practice. We'll be there or hoping to, 
meet up with some of you guys out there. If you guys are going to the the, the training camp practice, let us know. We'd love to uh, meet up with you guys and um, you know, maybe sit in the same area as long as you're six feet away. Just kidding. Um, no, no, I'm good. I'm vaccinated. I'm feeling good right, right about now. Uh, but for me and the guys, we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.